Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna Podcast. Today is National Teachers Day. Anna, you have a teacher in mind, I'm sure, that means a lot to you, yeah. that you look back on, you're like, you know what, that's one of my favorite teachers. That would be Mr. Funk, who taught yep. you at Coleraine High School, right? Yes. Mr. Funk is on the phone. He's currently a teacher at Oak Hills High School. Mr. Funk, how are you today? I'm doing outstanding. Great, great. Do you mind if we ask you a couple questions about one of your favorite students oh. ever, Anna? <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Absolutely. I would love to. I would be privileged to answer some questions. Did Anna skip class a lot? <laughs> uh, no, she did not. Okay, Mr. Well, Funk. She did take frequent trips to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, really? Like those trips where it's like, wow, 20 minutes has passed. Hannah's still not back. What, right. you, what you need to know is Anna was like rolling around town with her boyfriend at the time. Like oh, she no. would just like drive around a couple blocks. She does that in Oakley some nights uh, where she leaves here and just drives around. If you could describe Anna as a student, um, how would you do that? Oh, my goodness. Um, when she came into class, you know, like being a teenager is tough. Uh, mm. She was this little blonde girl with big blue eyes trying to find, like, her friend group, her identity. Uh, she was always one that would participate in class, but a lot of times I like to start class with brain teasers and things like that. And, you know, sometimes when the kids didn't guess them, you would always hear the classic, like, coming out of her mouth, <laughs> maybe an eye roll. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. We Lots of eye rolls going on. Um, so let me ask you this. Anna told me that some of her friends nicknamed her after a character in the movie <gasps> Ice Age. It's a sloth that's named Sid. And I've personally experienced this, Mr. Funk, that sometimes you'll say things to Anna. You'll ask her a question or you'll just say something in, in passing. And she gives you this look. And I can only describe the look as, huh? <laughs> and it yes. takes her a couple. Do you know this look? I do know it. I know it well. Oh, <laughs> man. What? I get, and I can, as soon as you said it, I can see it. Like, I can visualize her and sit together. I, like, I, I nicknamed it. I nicknamed the look Resting Confusion Face. <laughs> kind I of, love it. It's kind I of there it. a lot. Dang, I've had it my whole life. All right. <laughs> well, so, Mr. Funk, it really sounds like Anna was a model student and uh, that she brought a lot of yes. uh, uh, joy to the classroom. Mm -hmm. And were you shocked when she got a job at B105? Yes and no. I told Anna, like, I remember running into her when she was working down at rock bottom brewery and you know i asked her how life was treating her and what was going on and she said i'm going back to school and i'm gonna be on the radio and i said do it this will be awesome and then the next thing i know following her on social media and then i saw she came back to cincinnati and then you know listening to your show quite frequently uh, hearing the truth jar there was a question on there where you guys asked her 
it was about a time she was desperate and she said getting this job i worked in the building and then i got this job and now this is my dream job and hearing that was awesome so did it shock me she got her job no i'm super proud of her for all her hard work and the fact that she chased her dream and she's currently living it i couldn't be prouder you see kids succeed in life and later on in life you know and it's it's there's no better feeling Whoa. Wow. Oh, that's Whoa. so nice. Thank you so oh, much. And I think it is time for <laughs> that... you to come back and speak to Mr. Funk's class. Well, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Uh, what have uh, we learned? That is the, I, we were thinking about that. Hey, you know what? Uh, we will definitely come by and say hi. We'd be happy to speak to the students. That's something we will yeah. uh, never say no to. Well, Anna, is there anything? I've talked to your teacher this entire time. Is there something yeah. you'd like to say to him? I really don't have much to say besides thank you. You know, it's funny. I talk a lot about how I would skip school, and you're like, no, she never skipped class. And that's because you were one of the few teachers and classes that I actually um, cared to go to. I enjoyed your class. You made it entertaining. And so I showed up, and I would just want to thank you for never judging me or any of Aww. your students. So I appreciate that. That means a lot. And I also want to say uh, happy National Teachers Week to all the teachers out there. It is a demanding job. Stick with it. We're almost there. Summer vacation is here. And we all deserve it. Heck yeah. Thank you, Mr. Funk. Thank you so much. You guys are welcome. Thank you so much. Mr. Funk, teacher at Oak Hills High School, taught Anna at uh, Coleraine High School. And the person that will facilitate Anna speaking to the graduating class here in well, um, next couple of years, I think, right? Ju- let's not uh, let's not jump it. I mean, you're a goal uh, person, right so yeah. Jesse and Anna's truth jar. Jesse, today is your turn to answer a question out of our truth jar. It's just filled up with all kinds of questions, and then we rotate who has to answer them. Okay. Um, Jesse, if I were to catch you by the fridge at night, yeah, what are you probably sneaking? That's such an easy answer. Peanut butter toast. I knew it. I was like, it's not by the fridge. It's by the toaster. Mm-mm. No, we it is in the fridge. The it toaster? is by the fridge because the bread I buy has to be refrigerated. What? And uh, lately like it's free? been like double. I'm sorry. What did you say? Gluten free or something? No, not gluten free. It's just like sprouted uh, oh. sprout something or other. Ooh. Oh, no. Right. It's code for expensive. Interesting. So okay. um, it comes frozen. Oh. I, I, the bread comes frozen for the store. Anyway. And then uh, I bought some uh, almond butter recently, and that also needs to be refrigerated. So all my little snacks at night have been in the fridge. And I don't know, this has not always been this way, this this obsession with peanut butter toast. It's toast <laughs> with peanut butter or almond butter. It's always post like 10 p.m. at night. Yeah. Sometimes if I wake up at like midnight, I'm laying there for a little bit and I can't sleep. And I'm like, maybe I need a little peanut butter toast. Yeah, maybe, Jesse, not, maybe a little something in my belly. Jesse's admitted to waking up in the middle of the night, like dead out of his sleep, and just wandering to the kitchen and make a little toast. toast. Yeah, <laughs> and then I take the plate back to bed with me, two pieces of toast, healthy amount of peanut butter, and I'm laying there, and I put, I put a little pill, extra pillow behind me so I could prop myself up, eat my toast. I can't eat it laying down, really. Oh, no. And then even Jackson, who's my dog, who's asleep, will lift his head up and look at me like a grumpy old man, like, oh, and he just... And dude loves peanut butter, and he just yeah. lays his head back down. He's like, you're weird. <laughs> you we're supposed to be sleeping right now. All right, what are you drinking with the peanut butter toast? You got a glass of milk no. or something? Mm-mm. What? No, I drink tap water. Ooh. I know, you think that's crazy. Uh, water. I don't drink uh, I don't drink a lot of liquids late at night. Um, yeah, but 
Yeah, uh, I don't. I toast? don't keep milk. Um, I don't have normal milk in the house. Normally, I just have almond milk, and yeah. just plain unsweetened almond milk is not good just to drink for me. I don't drink right. it plain. If I have like regular milk, I might drink it, but it's not a necessity. Okay, just worried about you. Forking down the peanut butter nope. toast in the middle of the night, nope. you're going to get a little dry. Nope. Drink right. a little water. Drink okay. a little water afterwards. Fresh. Wash the toast down nice and good. Fresh off the tap. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I know you have an aversion to tap water, so I, don't, I need to I make do that clear. I do not drink tap water. And that sounds that's like someone that uh, feels like they're privileged, and it's a, it's a little strange. <laughs> okay, Mr. Sprouted Bread, refrigerated. Oh, yeah. What? I'm All right, right. fair point, fair point. All right, well, peanut butter toast, late at night. That's my snack. Yeah, yours is mac and cheese. <laughs> not in the middle of the night. Hold on. I'm not whipping up a pot of Kraft mac and cheese at <laughs> I mean, you really can't sleep at that point <laughs> yeah. if that's what you're doing. Anna just said that uh, she was dealing with a little anxiety yesterday, and the way that was expressed to me is that she's got something to do every single day of the of the Week. month. Yeah, of the month, and yeah. I, and I, I guess yesterday it was like, are you sure? Or are you kind of blowing this a little out of proportion because you have a busy week? Yeah. And you said... You know what, Jesse, you're right. And the way I combat those things when that happens is I do what I can to control. So, like, I clean, yeah. I do my laundry, I do my dishes, all those things. So you feel like I have a little control over it, right? Yeah. You were talking about that. And I'm like, you know, there's a certain instance in my life where the solution is always cleaning. Do you know what that so. is? If I'm really mad. Ooh, that's, yeah, nothing like an angry clean. Sometimes those are the best sessions. You know what? I'm going to clean underneath the kitchen sink for the first time in three years. (laughs) Vacuum. I'm vacuuming everything. I'm doing what I want. It's all about me. Watch me dust these blinds. Yeah. Like violently. Every now and then, it's just every now and then. I'd like to get pissed off like every three years to do a deep cleaning. Are you the same way? I do that too. It's, cleaning is almost, it's kind of like a stress reliever in a weird way. Cleaning can cause, knowing that you have to clean can cause stress. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're anxious, you're angry, you're sad, uh-huh. and you clean, it is like a stress reliever. Isn't that funny how that works? It is because it's like, if something's not going my way, I'm like, you know what? I'm doing exactly what I want to do right now. <laughs> That's reorganizing my pantry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so Stacking glad. the canned goods. I'm so glad you can relate to this. It is National Teachers Day today. And earlier, we spoke with one of my high school teachers, Mr. Funk. And Jesse, really? He really went at me there. Poking jokes and all kinds of things. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Questions? Yeah. So now I have questions hmm. for Jesse's high school teacher, Mrs. Dean. Hello, Mrs. Dean. Hi, Anna. I actually, I have quite a few questions to ask about Jesse and your <laughs> okay. time teaching him. 
so I've been working with Jesse for uh, like nine months or so. And one of the first things that people told me before I started working with him is that Jesse has a lot of quirks. He's very quirky. And I'm like, okay. And do you know what I'm talking about when I say this? Well, probably the, first of all, you know, obviously, you know, he was a twin, so they were kind of a package deal. But one of the things that I discovered was that they both had very different personalities and traits and things. But either he or Joey would come into my office every morning and go, Mrs. Dean, you got to hear this. Wait till you see hear what we did. We laid down six tracks and they're all different voices. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Oh, Jesse, that was almost every day. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I do the same thing to Anna. I was just going to say, he still does that. Oh, my gosh. And it, and it was, I mean, I was always glad to hear that. I was always amazed. He's very talented. Of course, I didn't understand the technical part of it very much. Yeah. <laughs> and they would come in and tell me they were working at a radio station in the Quad Cities. And they would come in and tell me about the cool things that happened there. Oh, and, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Bunch uh, of geeks. Yeah, sounds like a teacher's <laughs> pet. Interesting. Um <laughs> Yeah, that might be a strong word. Okay, okay, okay. It sounds like Jesse, he was a performer even when he was a kid and he music class and all of that. But, oh, and yeah. you knew that he was working at the radio stations in high school. But did you think that that would turn into where it's led him now? What did you think about that when he, he got the job he has now? Yeah, I think underneath, I mean, I didn't know he'd, I didn't know you'd make it this big, but <laughs> I, I certainly thought at the time that you could, that you, you had the talent and the creativity and the stick to it. Um, so I'm not surprised in that end. I'm just so proud and pleased that you followed your passion and you followed your dream Aww. and you didn't let anybody get in your way. <laughs> So, Anna, you may, this might be about the time you need to ask her about the Joey Jesse singing duo. Because um, I don't, first of all, I don't know if she knows about this, but side by side? She doesn't, I don't even know if she knows the name. Maybe she does. But Joey no. and I always obviously loved singing. This is why Mrs. Dean was one of our favorite teachers. But <laughs> we were so. Uh, convinced that we were going to be massive singers that we had promised Mrs. Dean that if we ever won a Grammy Award, <laughs> we would uh, thank her on stage while accepting the award. Absolutely. And you've come pretty close. Didn't you get that award? Not the CMA. CMA okay. Award. Did yeah. you thank Mrs. Dean? Well, I did in the okay. newspaper article. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes he did. Okay, yes, that's did. good then. All right, now this is beautiful. We've heard all the great things that Jesse did, but Jesse has told me a story where you once okay. called him <laughs> out for undermining your authority. What's that all about? Do you remember that? No. Well, this is it was probably an ongoing thing. But you know, when you when you're in a teacher's because Mrs. Dean was so forgiving and like she said, she looked past a lot of the mischievousness mm -hmm. of us of us twins. I sometimes you know, what do they say? Like you you give an inch, they'll take a mile. You know. Uh, yeah. And I, I just remember one time that you pulled me aside and it was along with Mrs. Vickers. You pulled me aside and you were just like, You've been uh, you know, you you undermine my authority. 
authority. Uh-huh. I say things in front of other students and you question it. And I tried to joke myself out of it. You're like, there you go doing it again. You're undermining my authority. And I wouldn't accept it because you never, you very rarely got on my case about anything. So I didn't like it when you did. Because uh-huh. I was like, but, but we're buddies. <laughs> we're friends. So, in other words, it was effective? Is that what you're saying? Well, I remember it. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. it sounds like it. And then the other memory I have is that for my graduation gift, Mrs. Dean showed up to my graduation party with a framed detention slip that she had given me. (laughs) Because I had cursed. I I do remember that now that I have forgotten that. Yeah, I think it was the only one I'd ever gotten. And it's because I had cursed in your class. <gasps> yeah. So and what did you have to do at detention? Was Mrs. Dean? I Dean, were don't you the, even. I'm sure I sat and did. I what, didn't go. So you, I don't oh. even know. Like I'm, I mean, it was a loose arrangement. This whole thing. It was like, I, I mean, it was in my record, but I don't know if I went. You know, I have oh no idea. Oh my gosh. Oh, I, I do. I don't remember why I did that. Was probably that time you were undermining my authority. That was it. <laughs> I'm sure that was undermining it. the authority. Yep. Well, I just wanted to say thank you for being such a positive influence on my life. And uh, and uh, you guys, uh, honestly, to this day, if I have to name my favorite teacher, it's you. So, oh, bless your little heart. So thanks for taking a couple of minutes, answering the tough questions. And uh, I hope you guys both have a great rest of your week. Okay. Anna, it's nice to meet you over the phone. Jesse, it is the highlight of my day. Oh, so oh Mrs. Dean, so oh. it was good to meet you too. Thanks for having fun with us. You bet. Jesse, have you ever heard of scent-stalgia? Is that scent-nostalgia? Yes. When you look back fondly on a certain scent, and anytime you smell it, you're like, that takes me back to that one time. Yeah. Um, I remember. I've not heard of the term, but I experience it a lot. Me too. So what's, give me an example of one of yours. Um, The smell of rubber tires. It's random, and I'll tell you why. I was at our parking garage earlier today, I think, and I went down there, and I could just smell somebody got some fresh new tires on their car. And you know what it reminds me of? When I was a kid, my dad worked at a fire department, and we'd go into the fire department, and all you could smell was rubber. And it was like the the tires on the fire engines or the fire hoses. The entire building smelled like... That rubber smell. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You know it when you smell it. Yeah. It's like, almost like a chemically, chemically, chemical smell. Yeah. And uh, it's not like I love the smell, but that's exactly what I think of. I'm like, oh, man, I'm back at the fire station. Yeah. It's Isn't like 30 it, years ago. It's kind of a nice, it's nice, It's right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of homey. It's kind yeah. of Yeah. Remember dad. I th- it was something that I will randomly smell, and I don't even know where I'll smell it at, is it, a school cafeteria. And I'm like, oh, I remember being in school and eating lunch in the cafeteria. Yeah, sometimes I'll be, I don't know, you could be at the mall, you get a random store, oh, and I'm like, fair. oh, it smells like school cafeteria in here. And it reminds me of school lunches. And while I didn't like school, I did like lunch. So <laughs> it's a good memory, if you ask it's me. It's that mixture of mashed potatoes and uh, nacho cheese. And the and square hamburgers pizzas. and square pizzas. And square pizza. somehow it just constantly smells like all those things at one time. You know what I'll sometimes buy myself just to take me back to the school cafeteria? What's that? Those toast, toast, oh gosh, Tostinos pizza. Tostitos. Sure. Anyways, those pizzas. Oh, Totino's. Totino's pizzas. Do you know what I'm talking about? I the do. square ones. I do. They're like they're so cheap. They're like a dollar fifty. They're cheap. 
super cheap. Mm-hmm. Pop them in the microwave. It tastes like a school pizza. And it, no, it does. I'm telling you. I just, I just remember they, they they would serve us these pizza pieces of pizza, but they got they did start this thing in high school where the pieces of pizza would come out individually wrapped in like plastic wrap, and you'd take it out, and the cheese was like lava, and it would. Have you ever had the cheese just slide completely off a yeah. piece of pizza, and it just ruins the experience? What? Yeah, it wasn't like it was sliced up for us. Like, it was individual. I have no idea. It was wrapped in plastic while uh, yeah. it was hot? Yeah. They cooked it. Well, think about, like, that's when so- you can cook things in the microwave, it's like steaming it almost. Oh, I guess that sounds soggy. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't Ugh, good old. Okay. Wasn't we like had, the good old days. Yeah, we had good pizzas. And we, and we at school, had what they called Cook's Choice Day. It was like, well, I want to call it, like... Once every two or three weeks, cook choice day. It was always hot dogs. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were like, oh, that's like, easy. Let's make this easy today. What is the easiest thing we can cook? <laughs> I Col- was never upset about it. At Coleraine, we ate uh, flaming Hot Salads. Really? That was ours. We had a little salad with chicken tenders in it. Put a bag of flaming Hot, shake it up. Whoa. That's Coleraine. I'm jealous. <laughs> <What's good? laughs> Morgan Wallen has to take more time off from his tour. Six weeks. He posted a video to Twitter to tell us what's up. I got some bad news from my doctors at the Vanderbilt Voice Center yesterday. After taking 10 days of vocal rest, I performed three shows last weekend in Florida. And by the third one, I felt terrible. So I went in and got scoped yesterday, and they told me that I re-injured my vocal cords and that I have vocal fold trauma. Their advice is that I go on vocal rest for six weeks. So that's what I'm going to do. They want me not to talk at all, but they said if I need to, it's okay to, for something like this. So I've heard of artists in the past um, that have been doing this for a long, long time, and they say it's really easy to lose your voice if you are performing every single night and giving it your all. And yeah. that, I don't remember which artist it was, but it was an artist that had been around for decades. And they're like, listen... I had to learn after a while that I cannot go out 100% on my voice every night. I can't. Like, it will not last. I don't know if that's what he was doing. Yeah. Um, but you got to do that thing a lot where you you got to almost change your style of singing or let the crowd sing along a lot. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. But six no, weeks. I believe that. And by the way, I hope this puts to rest some rumors that uh, the, the reason he canceled that show in Mississippi uh, was because he was drunk. People have privately been asking me a lot. They're like, do you do you really think it's because vocal rest? I go, 100%. Yeah. Do you think Morgan Wallen's just canceling shows? Because he drank? Additional shows to yeah, save, well, no. And, and then shows after that to save face. Yeah, no. And now he's canceling, or at least, I guess, rescheduling, I don't know, uh, everywhere from Austin, Texas, Houston, Atlanta, Myrtle Beach, Pittsburgh. I don't know. Maybe the Chicago show is going to have to at Wrigley Field. Like, he was supposed to perform at the ACM Awards ACM, yeah. later, later this week. He uh, a few festivals that he was going to perform at. So he's trying to prevent further damage, which is really the only move to make right now. Good, so he good. has to. And the video went on further. I don't know if we played this part, but and he just says like, for the longevity of my career, I have to do this. Yeah, if he overworks his that. voice, he could ruin his voice for life. So if you want to see this video, we'll put this up on our uh, Facebook page. If you want to uh, watch the full version, Jesse Anna B105. Wendy's going to test out a uh, new thing for their drive-thru up in Columbus next month where it will be a voice AI voice bot that will replace drive-thru staff at the Wendy's. Mm, it sounds like 
you know, obviously they're trying to uh, make things more efficient. Sounds yeah. like less workers to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, boy, is it going to be able to handle like those difficult orders or like certain menu hacks? No. Because, Forget about it. Like I think about what I call like a phone line, a customer service phone line. And the thing, it's, you know, it's not a person on the phone. They're like, I'm sorry. Can you please say that again? Yeah. I get so mad. I'm like, can we please change it to where I could just hit number one or number two? Like, I don't want to respond with words, you know, because you don't understand what I'm saying anyway. Yeah. Sometimes you, sometimes a robot just can't do it. And I love Wendy's, but they, I think this is a really bad idea for them. Um, I'm also thinking of how hard it is already just to speak into those, those drive through speakers. What if you're like, I don't soft spoken or I don't know, you're not pronouncing it. Can you just picture it now? The robot, please repeat that. Please repeat. Like I would lose my mind. It's going to cause anger. Yeah. Hold, it's on. Gonna yeah cause hold on. Hold anger. on. Hold on. And, and I just think of like drive through Anna and it wouldn't happen. Anna gets drinks. It, this happened a couple, I don't know, months ago. And Anna had, uh, some drinks yeah and she's like, i want a cheeseburger and we had to go to mcdonald's and she's just like okay what we're gonna need is i need a yeah. 20 piece chicken nugget and a blah 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 and can you imagine if that thing started talking back to you what's drive through anna gonna be like you would have had to pull away like okay we're not eating tonight or, yeah worst comes to worst you wouldn't I, be able to flirt with the worker like you did the last ty? time like what are we gonna do what, when what's i don't your know name? his name was ty uh, I like ties. There's not enough ties in this world. There's really not. There's not enough ties in this world. There now are, we got robots taking over. Mm, I don't know. The AI stuff is just it. It's fine, it's but a it's been a, too much for me. It's sometimes. been around for a while. Like, let's not act like this isn't anything well, sure, crazy. But, but in a drive-through, mm, I no enjoy thanks. my conversations with those drive-through workers. Yeah, me too. No, no, not really. I do. <laughs> Jesse and Anna's. Emotion of the day. Tonight, this is how we end our show. Just look back on the day. How did it make us feel? And today, my emotion is humbled. I feel humbled after speaking with my high school teacher earlier. Why did you feel humbled? Well, it just, it like really, uh, it it kind of like shocked me almost. The good things that he had to say about me, um... And how proud he was of me. When sometimes I think when you're, you become an adult, you look back at your high school years and you're like, did anybody even care? Did anybody even know who I was? And yeah. this teacher who remembered me, he had nice things to say about me. He has stories. He, and he's still to this day, like what, 10, 11 years later after I graduated, is like, oh yeah, Anna, she did this. She was a good student. You know, it's, it feels nice. It feels well, good. good. I didn't, I, I kind of was like, taken aback by it in a good way. If you want to hear that conversation, by the way, with Anna's teacher, it's up on our uh, blog at B105.com. My emotion today is surprise. Oh. Because we also spoke to my teacher, Mrs. Dean. Shout out Mrs. Dean. (laughs) And Mrs. Dean told me and told Anna in this conversation um, that I was different than my twin brother, that I was way more reserved than he was in school. I never knew this. And also said that me and Joey would go into her office every day and be like, look at this new little music project we worked on. And we took these tracks and put them together to make them sound like this with all this singing. Me and Joey were nerds all the way back then. And the surprise comes in the fact that I forgot about all that. I didn't know we did all that back then. That's hilarious. Because I'm still like that. that. Yeah. Anna deals with it all the time. I'm like, look at this dumb little project. I mashed these two songs up and Anna's so nice. She's like, oh, that's really good. 
deep down inside, she doesn't really care. I mean, it always sounds nice to me. I don't really you don't care about the language. logistics. And you're like, yeah. listen to this version. Now listen to mm-hmm. this version. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they usually sound kind of the same. Anna sends me videos and memes about people that do this all the time. And it's basically like when people are like, me. listen to my new song. And you just force <laughs> And then you have to sit there and pretend like it's the greatest like, thing. Yeah, this is it's good. like It's like showing your parents something and the parent has to pretend like it's cool. Like, like it's, it's a good gr- artwork. Like a work of art. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, you've a little surprise. Been that way. I'm all, I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't know that. So that interview with Mrs. Dean is also up on our blog at B105.com. That's going to do it for tonight. What a beautiful night. Let's get the heck out of here. You can make a little special trip downtown. See your friends downtown at the bar. No, I've been uh, taking it easy on my my week bar nights. Okay. I got stuff to do at home. I'm Go it's a responsible week okay. in my All right. In my Someone's grown up before our very eyes. Well, you know, my birthday's coming up, so I gotta, right. I gotta act my age. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.